Connor's a tattoo. Hola. Guten Tag. What's the story? Hope everybody's having a lovely day. I'll tell you what, I'm recording this inside my my upstairs office out in the middle of the sticks and it's absolutely scorching. The only way I can kind of describe this is you know when you leave that bar of chocolate inside your pocket but it's not just in any pocket it's in your arse pocket and you're sitting in some place that's absolutely steaming hot. Well imagine this I'm that bar of chocolate and I'm smushed and mushed right inside somebody's fucking crack. That is how hot I am right now. And you know what? That's grand. That's alright. That's okay. 25 degrees. I'm sweating my bollocks off. But things are great, you know. Since I've last been on, I've actually made quite a conscious effort. I've really set my intentions quite clearly. So in order for me to, I guess, reach this goal of finding the balance between, you know, a healthy well-being, a healthy mindset, being emotionally connected and socially interactive... The things I've put in place were to exercise each day, which I've done. Now that has varied in certain ways, which I'll continue to talk on in quite a bit. And I've also upped my social interaction. So previously I was talking about my social interaction day to day, my decision to move to the countryside for privacy but also space I guess at that time I didn't realize I was sacrificing the convenience of a social interaction that just means going out to the coffee shop and bumping into somebody I might know or you know a customer somebody that might know me um, and that happens quite often actually when you're living in a city or a town environment and I feel you don't necessarily have to make too much of an effort it just sometimes kind of happens at least in my my day-to-day I felt I was quite lucky to have those social interactions that um, were quite spontaneous but they were also every day Whereas making that move out to the countryside, that actually kind of saw the the ease of having that spontaneous social interaction drop to nothing. And by moving out here, it's made it so clear that, you know, not only the spontaneous things in my life, but also the relationships that I have, those work both ways. So... It's a relationship, you know, it's not one-sided. And for these things to flourish and to be nurtured, it really takes two to tango in this. So, you know, I've set 
goals for myself to have these social interactions each day. It could be a phone call, it could be a Zoom, it could be a social interaction actually in public, in person. Um, And these are things that I've done each day since I've last been on. So I'm actually, I guess, nurturing these relationships, these interactions that I'm having and appreciating them for exactly for what they are, you know. Um, so that's actually kind of made a massive impact on on my day-to-day and my overall well-being. But I guess the biggest thing that has gotten me out of, I feel, that rut, um, and I guess not... Ha- not gotten me out of it. Maybe that's um, too premature. I guess what I should really be considering is that it's I'm coming out of it. Like this is a process that isn't one step. This is a, a process that's going to take a bit of time to fully find my balance once again. So besides the the conscious effort I've made for a uh, a more social day to day. I've also been active every day. Now, walking outside my door, I have a nice country road. It dips and rises again, so it's um it's quite a, a steep hill. And that run there and back again is just over three kilometers. So I know for sure. Look, it's going to take me. 20 minutes give or take to do that rain or shine um i've been pretty lucky with the weather now that it's been melting but i've had to also be quite conscious to of what time of day i'm going out but i've genuinely felt that the consistency of getting up and just even putting one foot in front of the other has made such a massive difference not only physically like physically i i i feel good at the end of it and during no i am i absolutely feel like i've been i'm being tortured and i've been tortured um but mentally it's really kind of opened things up so i'm not necessarily going into that negative spin of things i'm i genuinely feel for myself i'm starting to to look at things slightly differently and in a more positive light each time that i'm out and i'm challenging myself physically it's also bringing up a lot of mental blocks or metal barriers that I guess um, become clearer when you're just on that constant that one foot in front of the other it's that motion and I've decided to get rid of my initial fear which was a fear of not running that country road Um. I I kept giving myself the excuse of it's a country road. Cars are flying up and down seldom as they do. They do 
go quite fast. And I really enjoy having my headphones on and listen to a podcast or listen to a bit of music to kind of get myself going. But I've I've decided that I can't go on the road because I, I want my headphones on and having the headphones on, I won't hear a car. And there was that fear. And that actually continued on and on for weeks and months of me giving that little excuse of like, I know there's a walk right here or there's a run path, but the danger, the danger, I need my headphones, I need my headphones. And just as I've set all this in motion of doing this podcast, of having this honest and open conversation, I decided, right, if it's down to the headphones, I'll just get rid of them. And then it's not going to be an issue. There isn't going to be that thing to hold me back. And that's exactly what I decided to do was to eliminate my excuse. And I guess that excuse was as simple as it sounds, you know, um, I want I want to listen to a bit of music. I want to be kind of entertained. Getting rid of that opened up the possibility of, you know, well, Chris, you don't have an excuse. It's maybe time to kind of crack on. And actually having that headspace and not having the what I guess in that moment is a distraction, is a noise, is definitely brought up uh, a lot of mental blocks in a sense, you know. And there's quite a lot of stuff that was kind of coming to me, some in passing, some that I've kind of written down in, in a book, like I've <laughs> I have this uh, old school copy book so if you've ever been in uh in school in ireland you're usually going to get like a little stationary book um and that's exactly what i have it's yeah <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because i my history with school or at least my memory of school wasn't quite great um and i guess that's a story for another time but it's funny I've kind of gone back to this and I, I'm using this exercise book as a a tool to start exercising my mind, my memory um, uh, and using it for, for the kind of healing process to kind of get myself back into balance. So there's little things that I would write down after a run more so than before a run because I I do feel and this actually also works whatever other activity I I end up doing because you know last week saw me up the north and I was doing a hike and I was out surfing so uh, that definitely brought a different kind of thought pattern because my environment was a little bit different and my my pace of the activity was quite different as well so different kind of thoughts came to me and um more so when i was going out for a run i i would take notes afterwards because beforehand i guess my mind is quite busy from my my day to day of you know 
running my own business and you know I've upcoming new ventures that I'm going to start doing in the next couple of months and so but with all that it it does take quite a bit to kind of settle my mind and I do feel it's quite it's 24 7 making decisions uh planning ahead but when I'm out for a run or a swim or a hike or a surf it does kind of ease everything down a bit and you're left with I suppose the the fundamentals of either whatever is kind of taking you down in terms of a thought or whatever kind of high you're living up in that moment so it for me one of the more recent things was you know this kind of whole idea of you're in competition you're you're in a two-man race but actually your competitor is yourself now I want to kind of elaborate on that kind of a thought because you know when you think competition you think an opponent there that kind of it might carry pressure it might carry um I guess it might carry a lot of negatives but my approach to that my approach I guess to even the the use of the word competition or a competitor would have always been from that positive aspect so when I'm kind of thinking of that I'm in a two-man race and my competition my competitor is myself I'm I guess kind of coming at the angle of the fun aspect of it the the always trying to I guess strive for the best but also remembering that there's I like I I'm not into football I'm not into your conventional sports like GA and all that but I do understand the principles of good sportsmanship sportswomanship not too sure if that's a thing but sportsmanship definitely the respect that it brings the respect you need to have for somebody that's by your side that has trained just as hard as you and that is skilled in that area and they've made it beside you either be it on the track be it on the wave on the bicycle on the road your competitor is usually beside you it's not until the moment that you're in it they're either ahead of you or behind you now if you capture that image of your competitor but replace it and put yourself in those shoes you're only ever going to be competing against yourself so the idea of that is that you're going to better yourself in a respectful way so that's the way I've kind of been looking at it by me going out and exercising by me going for those social interactions is that I'm going to be better 
a better version of myself than I was today, yesterday, a week ago, a month ago, whatever it is. But I'm just going to strive for the better version of myself. And I guess when you look at it like that, it kind of takes the focus off of your environment, the different kind of excuses you could put down to why you didn't achieve a certain thing. You know, you could put it down to the environment, the weather, like all these things do play a factor in things, but it's the, the mental basis behind it all that I feel can push you further for the better because what you need to remember as well is that you're also your own cheerleader you know that when you're in the lows you got to remind yourself that you're doing a good job you're showing up you're participating that's what a cheerleader does they rally you to the next event they rally you to the next battle they rally you to the next game and you could you gotta be that for yourself you got you have to be your own cheerleader for the the good times and the bad because from what i'm finding is that every time i'm getting out there it's not always a good run it's tough it's challenging but as I'm in the motion of it, I'm telling myself, look, you got this. Keep going. We've done much more than this before. We can crack on. We can do it. And it's just that kind of a, a motivation, a self-motivating mantra, if you will. And remember, I say this out loud when I'm going up and down the road or if I'm on the last stretch and I feel the pressure. I actually talk to myself out loud when I'm coming to that point of stopping or the little voice in my head being, you could always stop. You can always stop right here and you can walk the rest of the way. And then my other side of the brain kicks in and it says, how bad do you want this? And that's where the competitive side of this comes in in the healthy way and says how bad do i want this i fucking want this very bad because the last thing i'm going to be doing is going back to where i was so yeah i want this and i say that to myself out loud i i say how bad do you want this and i say i fucking want this time to go one foot in front of the other don't get me wrong like that that little voice of saying you can always stop you can always hey take a rest look there's a nice little gate there why don't you just chill take it easy slow down but in reality that little voice is you giving in to to the end of this race of what it is you know by giving in by by stopping you know it's uh it's just the start of that downhill slope now listen to your body because 
I I'm listening to my body, and if I feel that, fuck it, I this doesn't feel right, I'll stop. But ninety five percent of the time, it's just a mental block. It's just a the little voice saying in in my head, you know, is this is this the moment you want to stop? Do you want to give up now? Because you can always give up. You can always stop. So I think it's just important to to be your own cheerleader in this. You know, I'm. It's just kind of coming to me there that. As I'm saying all this out loud, I'm not. I'm not telling you, the listener, to do all these things. This is me. I'm pretty much. In some respects, I'm talking and thinking out loud. And all these things I'm saying, it's like these little reminders for myself as well. Because, you know, I, I need to remind myself that, you know, I'm I'm doing a fucking great job. I'm getting out there. I'm, ma- I'm putting in the effort. So, you know, don't, don't feel that I'm trying to tell you to get out. I'm trying to tell you to keep pushing. You know, great, do it. But all of this is is me reminding myself to to be my own cheerleader, to cheer myself on. If I'm in competition with myself, have that respect for myself to you know not to give myself a hard time if I come in second place, if I'm not as fast as I was the day before. You know, it's having that self-respect and that self-worth to know, look, you're you're turning up, you're showing up, you're making an effort. That's what counts. So, you know, I just, I wouldn't want anybody to think that I, I'm trying to impose myself on your today day to day and trying to you know tell you to go off and do something if i'm going to tell you off go do something it's fucking get an ice cream like like i said i'm sweating balls inside here so if you got an ice cream or if you're listening to this and eating an ice cream you're you're my people you're my people remember that so i guess this kind of slowly segues into um a, a kind of thought I had with maybe my voice being used on this in terms of you know trust between you and me and the authority that that kind of carries and I guess, you know, who am I to speak and give advice down the line unless trust is established? And how do you how do you establish trust? Well how I how I kind of see this playing out is that the only way you could trust me is by me laying all my cards on the table like I said and by me 
being open enough and honest enough to myself that I'm quite confident and happy to express my vulnerability. So I guess, you know, building that trust between you and me is through my vulnerability. So I guess this kind of idea of trust when it comes to this podcast and this expression of vulnerability it's quite personal and it's quite I guess sensitive in some respects maybe something you would just kind of hold for a close friend now I'm speaking in terms of vulnerability you'd you wouldn't necessarily open up to somebody you you might just meet at a bus stop or somebody you might just meet at a a checkout line if you were inside a supermarket, you know. Now, these things do happen with the right person at the right place at the right time. Somehow things align and you're sitting beside person X and somehow it feels right to just open up and tell a story or tell how you're feeling. Whereas, I guess anybody can listen to this. Anybody can jump in and out and participate or listen for a bit and move on. And I guess I'm putting my trust in you that there's an openness to you, the listener. There's this maybe a level of respect in a way as well. And that there's this space for me to express my vulnerability. So I guess in order for me to to gain your trust, I'm kind of putting my trust into you by putting myself out there you know and I guess it it kind of makes me want to jump back a little bit to you know my my state of mind when I'm I guess at my lowest and if somebody can relate to this or not then you know happy days um it's it's always nice to kind of get that that echo of of a voice in the background to kind of say hey i've been there you know i I can relate i get you and i guess it's when i'm in my lowest point you know you do kind of have that that feeling of am i really meant to be here you know, there's there's certain things that do pop up. I have had a very dark point in my life where I was 15 or 16 and, you know, friends had decided to do a, a different year in college or in school. And uh, it was quite, quite a lonely point 
and I guess it just it, it made me question my my reasons why I was here you know um and I guess that kind of led to me self-harming you know um and I just would have I think I was more looking for the it was a cry for help more than anything else that that whole phase that that dark point the only way I can describe it is like a black heavy cloud that came over not just my body but my mind and I just kind of wanted to feel something else other than sadness and I think that self-harming kind of brought a different feeling which I guess was pain and that in itself was a different feeling from that sad lonely that sad and loneliness that you get when you're you're in that space now thankfully I've never been back in that place but I know what it feels like I know what it feels like not to not want to be here to not feel like you have a purpose to not feel like you have even a point to exist like me saying all this out loud is you know it just gives me more energy for life because I know that's not the direction I want to take myself ever but I've been there I've been in that black hole and it was only a year of my life but it was a year that has impacted most things that I do in my in my career, in my personal life, in the in the friendships I keep with people. You know, and I, I do feel I'm quite a social person and my my hunger to live and my hunger to experience new things has never been stronger. So even as I'm in a low point mentally and physically at the age I am now, 31, like I I could never imagine that side of me coming out. I feel like I, as low as I get, I'm never, I'm never that low because I, I know where that goes I know where that can take you and it's not worth it you know like putting these little steps in place of socializing exercising doing good things for yourself they're all things that that feed you as a person for the positive whereas you know self-harm and thoughts of suicide are it's final it's devastating not just to you as a human being but also to everybody that's around you all the lives you've touched by even a passing word or contact 
it's all of those that you end up harming and you end up hurting down the line so you know as i as i'm saying this i'm saying it to put myself out there and to to give you a story of my time where i guess i would have been the most vulnerable the most alone the saddest i've ever been in my life but i've come out of that i got out of that you know and and so can you like if you're feeling that feeling of being alone that that feeling of not having anybody to turn to not having that support Like, look at me, I I made it past that. I made it out and beyond. I find myself at a low point in my life currently. But my thirst for life, my hunger for life has never been as strong as it ever has before. This is the reason why I, I guess I want to do this whole podcast, of course, is for myself, but if it can in any way help somebody out there or if they can maybe relate to certain aspects of this like that's what i'd love my happy days that's that's maybe some way i can help and take somebody out of the shadows out of the darkness and you know fucking pop into the light and there's so many amazing things out there there's so many things to yet experience and if you feel alone, you're not alone. There is there is help. There are people out there that you can talk to, that you can turn to. And I'm an, I'm an example of that. You know, somebody that has been in a dark place, but now they find themselves in a happy and positive environment that now has tools to work through all this when you find yourself in a a less than balanced life it's quite heavy that little that little opening up but you know what it's it's the truth it's honest it's it's genuine you know like these are the things that I, I'm expressing to myself even is that it's okay to not be okay. But what you also need to remember is that life is amazing. There's so many incredible things to do. Like There's so many incredible foods to eat, places to go, people to meet. And that urge to to get to know more, to express myself even more is... It's like a fire burning within me. And I want everybody to, to gather around and get into the warmness of it and... Now I'm saying all this with the warmness of things and I'm fucking sweating balls but it's just the closeness and 
the kindness that I'd like to get across to people is that we're in this together and there's only good we can do together so so the question I'm gonna pose to you is how are you now how are you really are you okay how are you feeling if you need somebody to talk to I'm here there's always somebody to help there's always that support there so never feel that you're alone just ask yourself how are you are you okay I'd like to just thank everybody for tuning in and listening. I hope everybody's having a, a lovely time. Didn't didn't intend it for this one to be quite as heavy. But I feel that sometimes we need to have these conversations. We need to to say the words that we're saying that we're feeling and thinking I think it's important to just put it out there so for allowing this space to to be as it is I, I appreciate it so like I said if you if you need help if you need support it's always out there and feel free to shoot me a message and we can pick it up from there now I'm going to go off and grab myself a mango sorbet because I'm genuinely sweating between my arse cheeks and uh, I'd say I'm I'm starting to flood down below my bollocks. So uh, I hope everybody's having a lovely day and I appreciate you. Got a meal of mahagut. I'll get